Welcome to Just Go With It, a podcast by 20-somethings for 20-somethings. Fun, flirty, and keeping it real. An absolute riot these two. If it isn't over the top, it ain't us. They came out of college on top. Then life hit them in the face. Be a bit more professional, please. Couldn't shut us up then. Won't shut us up now. Here are the tips and tricks you are going to need to get through your 20s. We are getting into it. Strap yourselves in for a wild ride. Live on air. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. Good Lord, it's already season two. Grab a drink, take a seat, and get ready to just go with it. Born in the USA, I was born in the USA. That's beautiful. Happy Fourth of July, everyone. (laughs) That's beautiful the way that you can harmonize so gorgeously with no official training or uh, background talent. Everyone, hi. Welcome back to Just Go With It. If you don't know, I like to sing a lot on this podcast and especially when I'm really excited and we are coming off of a weekend that was the most exciting thing because it's our favorite weekend of the year. It's annual lake weekend in Huntsville slash Gunnersville, Alabama. And now all we're going to do is have a countdown until next lake weekend because our whole year revolves around getting ready for lake weekend. (laughs) 364 days until next lake weekend, everyone. We're so excited. No, but seriously, best 4th of July, all of the vibes, all of the red, white, and blue, the boating, the sunsets, the warmth, the southern hospitality, all the things were to be had this weekend. So we're going to unhash that. But first I need to say, if you are new to the podcast, welcome. We're so happy you're here. If you came here from one of my survivor TikToks and or five seconds of summer, hello. I'm so excited that those two blew up. And if you are a big survivor fan like us, we actually have a treat for you. We started doing little spinoff bonus episodes where we are watching season 37 of Survivor, David versus Goliath, and we are recapping it together. So if you're a Survivor fan, stay tuned on Tuesdays because that's when that's coming out. The way you said welcome, we're glad you're here. Sounded like we were at a non-denominational church service and now you're going <laughs> to ask for offerings. So since we're asking for offerings, don't forget to subscribe on Spotify, <laughs> podcast, TikTok, anywhere podcasts can be found because then we can get more sponsors and Abby can get some singing lessons. That's good, Ash. That's real good. Welcome. (laughs) We're so glad you're here. (laughs) Okay. So Uh, where should we – we have a lot of avenues we can take right now. Um, And I think that the first one that we should take is the importance of forcing your friends to keep longstanding traditions. It's so important, and I hope that we keep this longstanding tradition of Lake Weekend until we're literally old and gray. Like our kids are going to be our age. Our caretakers are taking us to our nurses. Yes, please wheel us in. Wheel us in on that dock. Um, No, but that's so important. And I never grew up with a lot of traditions. It wasn't just like a big focus in my household and my family, even around holidays, just not like a big tradition family. So having traditions with your friends is all the more special, I think. Yes. And it gives you, quite frankly, something to live for on the winter months. (laughs) Yeah, the winter months can get rough. Seasonal depression, real thing. Real thing. Uh You thought it was fake, it's real. So what was the highlight of your 4th of July lake weekend? Because I don't even know where to go. Okay, well, my personal, I have a few highlights, but one of them that comes to mind is we've been doing this for four years. This is the fourth annual, and this is the first time Ashley has gotten up on the wake surf. That was your highlight? That's one of them. That is Imagine having one of them. Then. I, you didn't even give birth to me. Imagine having your own kids do that. I, you're telling me. It was so exciting. Everyone on the boat was freaking out that Ashley got up. And it was like, on your first try this year, too. I don't know what got into you. You were I, rash I with confidence. 
You're like studying them on the plane. Like this is the year I've got to get up. No, but it's really exciting. She stood up a new skill. That was really fun. Also just seeing everyone again this year and being able to drive down from Nashville instead of fly made it feel more like I was at home, which was like a fun little twist. Like Mm. the South is becoming my home. Um, And just, I don't know. We're just catching up with everyone. So exciting every year. I have a special place in my heart for Whiskey Bottom, the bar in Huntsville, Mm. Alabama with the Mechanical Bull. And when we walk, when we descend down those steps into Whiskey Bottom, it's kind of actually like ascending to heaven. It's uh, (laughs) your classic dive bar, Mechanical Bull in the corner, bras hanging from the ceiling. Yep. Christmas lights, I think. We just tear around that bar like we're the owners. All the drinks are five bones. And it is just a place to be on a Friday night in Huntsville. It's our favorite thing in the whole world. I wish there was a whiskey bottom everywhere. It's just not the same. It's like locals only vibes almost, but Mm -hmm. it's still like packed in there. Like it's so much fun. My mom was like, what did you do? And I was like, well, mom, now that we're on the fourth year, nothing different. We went to the same fancy restaurant, the same bars, and we listened Mm -hmm. to the same music and we read another book, but still a favorite. Awesome time. We had some awesome shooters and made awesome memories with our friends. So here's a little idea for your next friend vacation. We ended up having one of our witty friends put together a trivia for us. And it was trivia specific to only our group. Oh, this was another highlight. Yes. Trivia specific to only our group, only our Pepperdine culture, and only like really stuff that we would know. And we got so passionate about it. We made it like flip cup trivia. You had to flip the cup before you could answer. And that added some more fun. But um, that was such a serious highlight for me, and I'm trying to figure out how to make it even bigger next time we're on a trip. Yeah, this was a mixture of inside jokes and also memories and just people from our past and college just all mixed together. And it really took us down memory lane, and it was so fun when whenever the host, which was our friend India, would ask a question, it would be like fill in the blank or who is this person to this person. Like It was just so funny. And also I was getting so mad because I'm a really competitive person and I can't flip the damn cup to save my life. (laughs) I'm an athletic girl. I can do many things. Clearly not your fingers not. Flipping a cup on a table is not one of them. Clearly your fingers not very athletic. You haven't been working that out. No, that's the only bone in my body that's unathletic is I just can't (laughs) get the finesse it takes to flip the damn cup. And I was getting so angry because I'm so competitive. I was throwing my cup across the room. And so that was really joyful. And I'm trying to figure out how to make it our own personalized uh, like taboo game next year. So stay tuned for that one or for next yeah. trip. We don't have to wait a whole year to do these fun things. Um, another major highlight for me always is taking the boat to go to dinner and everyone's dressed up and pretty and we're listening to like sappy music and some people like shed tears because we're just happy to be alive. <laughs> what is that song? Just like heaven by the cure. Yeah. That's kind of the anthem. That's what it feels like. And especially the sun is setting. The air is warm. We're all full and happy. We're maybe a little bit tipsy coming off that dinner wine. There's no better feeling in the world. A day like today can get you through the rest of your life. Is that Tim McGraw or Paisley? Paisley, Brad Paisley. Paisley, The memory memory of a day like today can get you through the rest of your life. That's stunning. That's an important quote. I want that on my gravestone. I'll say it at your headstone. So I think we should move on to what all the fans have really been waiting for, which is the little mini rooftop concert we went to. The mini rooftop concert. Yes. Sing a a tune. You look so perfect standing there in my American apparel unaware. Was that good? I felt like Um, you did it better on TikTok, but that wasn't bad. I had more chutzpah on TikTok. (laughs) 
<laughs> Don't forget you learned how to spell hutzpah this weekend. <laughs> yeah. We played ta- a lot of taboo also if anyone's a fan of taboo. to order new cards. We're starting to memorize them all. Keeps you sharp. Anyways, if you came from the five sauce TikTok, yes, my job. So if you're confused, much like I would be if I was like, what is what what does this girl do? I basically work in marketing and brand partnerships. So just like a basic corporate nine to five in sales kind of vibes at iHeartMedia. But because I work for iHeartMedia and I'm in Nashville, which is Music City, I get a lot of fun different opportunities that I wouldn't have necessarily gotten maybe if I lived in a different city that isn't Nashville. So with the radio stations, they're always doing promos with bands, bringing people in for interviews into the stations, doing concerts on rooftops, et cetera, et cetera. So whenever opportunities arise, I always say, yes, I'm a yes girl, big advocate for being a yes girl. And if they say, will you go pick up the breakfast and coffee for five seconds of summer and bring it to them on Broadway before their show, you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say yes, and I'm going to go do it, and I'm going to make sure I get their coffee order right. So I did that, and we had a concert on the roof that was free. It's really fun. There's going to be – there's three of them this summer, so the next one's Tuesday. Um, but Ashley got to experience that as well. It is so ungodly hot is the only thing I had to say about it. That was you know the only what? downside. I'm going to stand by what I said yesterday, like afternoon, and it's that there's something better about the heat in the South than the heat in other places. I feel like in the South, it's wet and hot, humid, obviously. In other states, it's just boring into you, the sun, like boring a hole into your skin, and I can't handle See, that. I think that's just personal preference because I actually think no, I it's prefer definitely the personal dry preference. heat. I think I prefer the dry heat, like the, the California dry heat of it all. No, I like the wet heat. It doesn't feel as oppressive. <laughs> Wet heat or bust. <laughs> That's a good um, band name, wet heat. <laughs> no, and but so- you really were not having any hard times, but someone like me who sweats every four seconds was having a really hard time. I was just My like, big question different. that I think I had fulfilled by going to this was about five seconds of summer, and I wanted to know, were all of their fans aging like we are? Like now we're 23, 24, 25 – or are they recruiting new fans? So would there be younger people there? And let me tell you, there were definitely some young TikTok kids there. So there that answers that. Nice they are girlies. They are currently recruiting new fans. <laughs> and they're doing a good job of it. Personally, I'm going to expose myself. I'm not really the biggest five seconds of summer fan. No. I had to like look into, wasted on there. I'm like, who are they again? Like what songs do they play? But man, that did that TikTok go viral. People die for five sauce, well, which even, I had no idea. They didn't even play the song. They didn't even play the American Apparel underwear. They didn't even play American Apparel underwear. So the thing was they were performing at Ascend Amphitheater in Nashville later that night. So they were going to do a full set, obviously. But this was just kind of like a one-off free rooftop concert. So they only had five songs but to not pick american apparel underwear which i think is actually called she looks so perfect yeah yeah it's definitely called that yeah but we just call it american apparel underwear because why not but um yeah to not pick that song that honestly arguably was the thing that made them kind of rude who's performing on tuesday if any of these fans that are national are listening it is kane brown on tuesday yeah i still haven't seen him and i still don't know also, it is Benson Boone on Tuesday opening. Charlie which, Moon? 
Charlie Boone. Let's get into it because Benson Boone is from Monroe, Washington. And I'm sure some of you listeners out there are also from Monroe, Washington. Shout out Monroe. That's the town I grew up in, the high school, Monroe High School I went to. And it's just a town of 20,000 people, just your average run-of-the-mill suburban farm town. And so not really a lot of people are getting famous out of Monroe, Washington. It's very rare that you would see that. Were you friendly with Benson? I was friendly with Benson's sister, Kaylee. She was a gem. Okay. She was in my grade, arguably sophomore year, probably one of my closest friends. Are you going to um, – like, will he recognize you if you say hi on Tuesday? I think so. I actually really do because yeah. earlier in the year, Ashley and I tried to get Benson Boone on the podcast because he went on American Idol. He got famous on TikTok first, which is probably how we also helped him get cast on American Idol um, just by singing. And he didn't grow up singing. He was never a singer. That wasn't his thing. And then all of a sudden he just started doing it during COVID and found this like amazing talent that he has, which is really random. Still waiting for that to happen to me, by the way. Where's my amazing talent? Um, if you had just really worked on the splits a year ago, like you said, maybe you'd be a gymnast by now. Nobody's going to pay to watch me do the splits, Ashley. <laughs> for a gymnast, they will. <laughs> if you're in a strict case away, they will. The road to the Olympics. <laughs> um. But anyways, he got really famous, and then we've been trying to get him on the pod, so if any Benson Boone fans are out there, please tag us in his TikToks and tell him to come on our podcast. That would be really fun. Yes, Charlie Moon will come on. Maybe I'll stalk him at the concert on Tuesday and, like, pounce him and say, here, please be on our podcast. Benson, Benson, sign my microphone. (laughs) Yeah, please, please. Um, something that I forgot to say when we we're talking about the lake is the importance of doing childlike activities. Like when our friend Jacob was on the tube, he was giggling mm-hmm. like a six-year-old. He was yeah. so joyful and it brought the biggest smile to my face. He was so joyful giggling and bouncing around. So that was childlike. We also got kind of excited by the fireflies. That was exciting to see some. We also got really excited by the sparklers. <laughs> the sparklers were really fun, but there is no unbridled childlike joy like being pulled on an inner tube behind a boat like giggling you're just so instantly hard eight years old right back into it and i want to know how long we'll keep doing the tube what do you mean 40? i think we can do it for we, 40? i think maybe we have another like 10 in us because i know my mom would never so like <laughs> yeah when is the cutoff when the tube just starts to hurt and it's not worth the pain? And it's not worth the trade-off. Someone let me know. But I was also, yeah, thinking about the importance of doing childlike stuff like that. It was just like so joyful. I want to have kids after seeing Jacob's reaction. It was like watching life through my child's eyes <laughs> to see him so happy on that tube. It really was so cute. He has the best smile. We also went to the world's most famous town in Tennessee. Oh, my gosh. Hannah Montana movie stands. You'll be excited about this one. On the way down from Nashville to Huntsville, we passed by Columbia, Tennessee, right off the highway, about 20 minutes. And actually, before we came, before she came here, she had this all pinned out. She was like, we have got to visit Crawley Corners. And if you know Crawley Corners, you know that is the town that Hannah Montana is from. And she has to go back and have her Tennessee summer and be Miley and ride her horse blue jeans and fall in love with that blonde boy. And we kind of were like running late the morning of, so like we didn't really make it a thing. And then out of nowhere, someone in the car said, wait, should we go to Columbia? And lo and behold, I pulled up the map and it was the next, it was, no, no, I completely forgot a little bit. And then it was the next exit. (laughs) I know. And God smiles upon us yet again. Uh Uh-huh. Someone commented on my TikTok though, that they tore the house down last year, the yellow house. Oh, well, that's depressing. Grandma Ruby's. Good thing we weren't solely going there to see Grandma Ruby's house. (laughs) That would have been a letdown. And, and the porch where Rascal Flatts sang. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Also, Taylor Swift is in that movie. We can't forget. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, I love that song. But anyways, it was stunning. If you're anywhere near Columbia, Tennessee, I would go and visit because it was really quaint and cute. And there was a bookstore and a little ice cream shop. And it was just really cute. Good vibes. Yeah. We were going to initially record in person. But, you know, time flies when you're having fun. And it was like 9.30 p.m., on our last night and we looked at each other and we said we're feeling a little bashful we're feeling a little nervous i think our chemistry something's are better left than said and our chemistry might be a little bit better over a screen black mirror season yeah some people always ask how do you do the podcast from across the country and it's like you know what it ain't bad we get to facetime we see each other we're still talking to each other not just to a blank screen with like our audio moving up and down i think i get bashful doing it in person yeah but I mean, if we had like one drink in us and we were just shooting the shit, I think we'd be fine. Yeah, yeah. But you also not going to drink in that house. So there were a lot of negatives going back and forth. <laughs> the cards were just not in our favor for it. But it was really fun to have Ashley visit Nashville and stay with me at my apartment and all that. It was like having a one of your close friends live near you almost for like five minutes. Just a little one taste might, of it. One might say best even. Some um, might. <laughs> So one of our favorite things that we all like to do when we're together is we love deciding on a book to read together. And Mm -hmm. yeah, we read it out loud on the porch in Alabama, on the front porch. That's our favorite activity to do is read out loud. You get so much more emotion. It's like watching TV alone versus with friends. Mm -hmm. I'm such a bad alone TV watcher. I love watching TV with friends. You cry more easily at stuff. You laugh out loud more often. And it translates the same exact way to a book, especially if there's embarrassing sex scenes to be read. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Nothing's funnier than that. Nothing's funnier than Ashley reading an embarrassing sex scene to us. Like, um, Ashley talks so damn fast that she really blows through those pages of that book. And it's actually really nice. Our friend Allie likes to look, read along and look at the book. And I just kind of sit there. Or I was driving. So it was nice. It was like listening to an audiobook, but it was just Ashley spewing the words in the backseat. <laughs> Um, yeah, I have to always like wet my whistle. It gets so dry. But the book but that we read this it. time... I love doing it. The book that we read this time is all over TikTok. I've been seeing also a lot of influencers talk about it every summer after. Um, it's the cover with like the two people jumping into the lake. So we figured lake appropriate. And what totally would you rate this book? We're going to now do this next segment. Also, full of spoilers. We're going to go through the discussion questions, all that good stuff. I personally rate it probably a 4.25. I was going to say mine is a 4 out of 5 for this okay. book. It was very enjoyable. It was a quick read, easy to get through, nothing crazy. Um, Kind of a slow start, I would argue, and then it kind of really picked up in the second half. I feel like if I was reading it alone and not out loud, I would have had a lot less emotion behind it, Mm -hmm. therefore a lower score. And also, if like the last three pages didn't exist, it would have gotten a lower score. The last three pages were so sentimental and so intimate. There were some really, really endearing moments. And I did like the way that she wrote about the relationship with the mother and like the friendship of it all. A big theme of the Lake Weekend is friendship, as you can imagine. So usually, Oh, yeah. Our books always revolve around friendship in some capacity. Yeah. And this book, honestly, even though it technically was a romance book, it was more friendship than anything because they grew up being best friends. So lucky there. We're also going to post um, tomorrow. I guess it's already Friday. We're going to post a cast list on our Instagram story. Oh, of who we yes. think will be the stars in the film. But I was going to say. I can't believe yeah, that's her debut on, book. I know. It's centered on friendship. Oh, but my issue is with these types of books, I always kind of gauge them off the pinnacle of books in my mind, which is obviously one day in December. 
Obviously. If you listen to this podcast for any amount of time, we bring up this book at probably every few months. Um, One Day in December is our end all, is our end all be all friendship romance book. Mm -hmm. And this one wasn't quite as good, hence the lower score. Yeah, nothing will live up to that. But honestly, I think this book accomplished everything a summer read needed to accomplish. It had good summer vibes. There was a lake. There was a good sexual chemistry between a girl and a boy. There was fun Mm -hmm. side characters. There was some sort of a character arc. And there was skipping around timelines. So if you like that, it was very much like present day and then back in time and then back to present day. And then it was just a quick read. Like it was easy and cute and fun and all the things that summer reads should be in my opinion. So still for Something that kind of threw me for a loop. And at first I was like, I don't understand. Where are they? Like Massachusetts? Where are they? They were in Canada. Yes. Which the only reason they were in Canada, though, don't you think, is because the author said she grew up there. Yeah, that's definitely why. But it's still threw me for a loop. That was kind of a fun little twist. I never read books about Canada. Okay. So we're going to go into some discussion questions. So if you don't want to spoil, get the hell out of town. Get the hell out of Dodge. And if you just read every summer after, then you're in the right place. Because at the right time, God, right place, right time, divine. I feel like everyone on TikTok just read it, so hopefully everyone totally. has read it. Okay, so the first question, and Abby, you don't even know these whatsoever. I skimmed them earlier. Sam I'm and going Percy, in blind. <laughs> Sam and Percy are fast friends. What do you think each gets from the relationship? Cute. Should I answer? I can too. <laughs> okay. Well, obviously, you've put more thought in it, into it than I, so you can go if you'd like. Okay. I think that Sam gets probably just some sort of relationship outside of his inner tight-knit familial unit, and mm. that's why he clings to Percy, and it also, I'm sure, is, like, his first crush. I think that Percy, is, she's going through a lot of, like, bullying with her friends. She's, like, 13 or something when this all starts, so she's just mm-hmm. looking for a friend in general, and it happens to be Sam, who's next door. I was going to say that they both provide each other with the confidence that they were lacking because Sam gets bullied by his older brother a lot. So he's always feeling subpar in some way. And she makes him feel chosen because she likes him the most. And I think in her terms, she also feels chosen by him in a world where she went to like some prep school where she was getting bullied. So I think it's a confidence that they're instilling within each other that they can be each other's favorite. That's really true about Sam being compared to Charlie, his older brother. And he's, like, never chosen over Charlie, which is why what happens hurts so much. Totally. Just really gut-wrenching. Charlie gets whatever he wants. Yeah. Okay. Have you had an important relationship, platonic or romantic, that ended in a way that you wish you could get a do-over? That's a loaded question if I've ever heard one. <laughs> We're getting deep right off the bat. Happy Good evidence. <laughs> um... Trying to think about like what I want to say on this. I am. There's a lot of options. Pulling my shirt collar. There's going to be a chain that comes on camera and like yanks you off stage. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to omit names for the sake of this, but I will share a story because I have a very specific example. This last summer, last year before I moved to Nashville, it was very much like a Miley Stewart summer. Like you come home to the farm, you're refining yourself. It was like the middle of COVID. So everything was chill. And I had to like make some friends and I made friends with this boy in my local small town. We became fast friends, completely platonic at first, ended up just like working out together, blah, blah, blah. And then as things tend to do in my life, things turned romantic, at least a little bit, you know, like flirting with the line, ride the line, walk the line, Johnny Cash. 
And um, I don't know, we just kind of became flirty friends and then we opened up to each other and like got really vulnerable really fast and blah, blah, blah. And so we had a lot of trust and faith in one another. We spent like every day of summer together. It was very fun. And one night we went to a party and through this person, I had been introduced to a lot of other people in the town, one of which being this boy who I thought was pretty cute. And he was kind of like a troublemaker. I know where this is going. Yeah. So this boy, let's call him Derek. Let's call him Derek. (laughs) Derek is kind of the troublemaker of the town. And I call him in my mind's eye. I think you called him the town whore. Yeah, he's kind of just like, you know, one of those boys that's just, oh God, like him again. But for some reason, I really was attracted to, first of all, just like his face, but also just his attitude, like his kind of bad boy attitude, I guess, if you will. So anyways, um, we were flirty. We were at this little house party. Everyone was drunk. It was very 16 years old kind of vibes, to be honest with you. And we ended up making a move on each other. I'm not sure if I was just being overly flirty or what, but this friend, bad boy of the town, whatever you want to call him, we ended up kissing and it was in front of everyone at the party (laughs) and it really tore my original friend who I had become so close with apart because we had all these feelings for one another and he just didn't think I would ever do something like that. And it's not like we were an exclusive anything, but it just kind of was an unspoken rule. Like, why would you do that sort of thing? And I really wrecked it and I ruined everything that it could have been. And so sometimes I feel like I wish that that had ended differently, that I would have made a different decision that night. That was very vulnerable. Thank you for sharing a piece of your heart, Abby. Yes, yes. Anytime. Open book. (laughs) Open book. (laughs) Open book, ladies and gents. Yeah. Um. Okay. It was very Sam- coming of age, honestly, like a story. No, that sounded like, like a book. Like something you would read in a book, totally. Especially because of the setting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sam and Percy's romantic relationship began when they were young. Do you think it would have survived had they not broken up? Did they need the time apart to ultimately end up together? I honestly think Ooh. that Sam loved her so deeply mm-hmm. that I don't think – I think they would have survived no matter what. However, I do think maybe it would have been strained as I continued in college. So maybe just a college break would have been good rather than a 12-year break. I know. I was going to say 12 years is what gets me because that's a really, really long time. Yeah. Maybe like four. Yeah. Four or five makes a lot of sense in my mind. 12 Um, is a whole lot. (laughs) 12 is over a decade. So I I think if they stayed together, they could have made it work. But 12 is far too long. It might have been rocky. Because they had time to, I guess, grow apart and, like, really think about how much they did love each other and how much they yeah. meant to one another. But I don't know. Yeah, Sam wanted her to be his family, and he knew that when he was 18. Not a oh, lot of boys that, know that. so sweet that he said that. Mm-hmm. And at the end, when she proposes, she's going to ask him to be her family. Be my family <sighs> forever. That's so much more than just a husband. That's, like, your whole – That's I like the way that's phrased. Okay, yeah. how do you think Charlie feels about Percy in the past and the present? I really don't know. You know, that is kind of the only angle we didn't really get closure on was the Charlie of it all. Because yet again, in our patriarchal society, it takes two to tango, both of them hooked up, and Sam doesn't seem to be disowning his brother in any way. He just went and took it out on himself and got drunk in college and hooked up with a bunch of random girls. That doesn't mean anything for his relationship with Charlie, but Percy could never speak to her again. Must be all her fault. 
I don't know that. why the men always get off scot-free. It's so annoying and it happens so much in real life. Um, I think that – do you think when they were growing up, though, before he ever slept with Percy, how do you think Charlie felt about her then when they were initially growing up? Was he just being, like, a jerk and flirting with her like an older brother? Yeah. Or did he actually I have think – I genuinely think Charlie was just a flirty guy. He was used to getting what he wants, and it was an interesting, yeah. like, almost shot to his ego that Percy liked Sam instead of him. But I think he also was a good brother. Like, he was happy that Sam was having – this love affair with her. And I do feel like in a way that he felt like Percy was family too, because she was just so, so close with Sue, the mom and their whole family. Yeah. So I don't even think there was necessarily anything romantic. It was just like a slip up of one night where they both made a dumb decision. And unfortunately it was just a really big one given all of the dynamics of everything. But yeah, afterwards, I mean, he's the one who called her when they were in their thirties or whatever and told her that Sue had passed away and invited her back. You know, so obviously he cares about her. Well, Sue made sure that he would call. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Oh, right, because she said make sure she comes because Sam's going to need her when I'm gone. Yeah. But I still feel like he would have done it anyway. (laughs) So what did you think of Delilah, the best friend, and her friendship with Percy? Do you see Delilah as a good friend? What about Percy? I honestly see Delilah as the best friend. Yeah. I think she was just, like, immature when she was 13. Obviously, everyone is. Yeah. But I really appreciated the whole best friendship angle. And I think that, honestly, she was always cheering Percy on. And Percy could have treated her better, obviously. Yeah. She kind of pulled Percy out of her shell, which I think Percy needed. And gave her kind of a window into, like, you can, you know, you can flirt with boys. You can have relationships on the side. You don't have to sit around and wait for Sam to finally be ready to move forward with you. Like, you need to live your life. So I think she had her grow a lot in that way. And I liked, I think she was spunky and fun and added a lot to the book. Like she kind of had that fun personality that you're like, you can totally picture exactly who she is. Yeah. You know? And also the way that she responded when Percy finally called her 12 years later, just like, where have you been? Like, I missed you. Mm-hmm. I love the girl. <laughs> I know. Like what took you so damn long? Yeah. I'm so surprised that not only did she just not speak to Sam, the love of her life and her childhood best friend for 12 years, but then she also cut it off with Delilah pretty much around the exact same time. Like yeah, who that, did this girl go to? that's crazy. Yeah. Like, what do you do when you lose your best girlfriend and your best guy friend who you're also in love with? Like wh- who was she hanging out with in those years? Like right after I that? I don't know. No one. Maybe that's why she's so insecure and kind of weird still. Kind of weird. How did Percy's betrayal change your opinion of her? Do you sympathize with what she did? Do you think her act is forgivable? Honestly, when we were revealed the betrayal, it was a much lesser infraction than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, we were trying the whole book, obviously, like everyone was, to figure out what caused this huge rift for them to not talk for 12 stinking years. And I remember saying within like the first 30 pages, I was like, I bet she hooks up with the brother. And everyone was like, no, like it has to be something bigger than that. Yeah, I thought it was very minor. Do I sympathize with her? No, Mm. but I understand where she's coming from. Yeah, it was like a moment of weakness. She was feeling really rejected by Sam and upset. And Charlie was very comforting because he was always there too and he deeply knows her. Sam tried to make a move on her best friend. So honestly, why are we so mad at Percy? Because if Delilah had said (laughs) yes to Sam, they would have hooked up. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So why are True. we? Why, why is anyone mad at Percy these days? Like Sam literally tried to hook up with Delilah. That was the catalyst for her hooking up with Charlie. No, that wasn't the catalyst. She didn't know about the Delilah thing until after. Oh, remember okay, after well, she turned down the proposal, then he went and spiraled, and then he asked Delilah if she oh, wanted to hook oh, up. Oh, I understand. Different timeline. Okay, never mind. Percy, yeah, she does suck. I guess. <laughs> And it's also the fact that it's the brother. Like, something about them being blood really yeah. adds something. And also, he's just, like, the hotter, older brother, too. It's just, like, a slap in the face. He just always gets what he wants. Do you think her act is forgivable? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Twelve years. I mean, come on. Grow up. Of course. <laughs> I'm not saying, like, the next year you need to be like, okay, I'm over it. But, like, 12 years Buck is up. a long time. Yeah. As a teenager, Percy looks up to Sue, perhaps even more than her own parents. Why do you think that is? I think that since sue was like a single mother she was so ingrained in her kids lives and she just provided some sort of like motherly figure that percy wasn't really getting at home and also percy was an only child and sue was a young mom like had them around like late teens early 20s and percy's parents were a lot older like in their 50s and 60s Uh and so i think it kind of was almost like an older sister kind of relationship that she never had too so it was kind of a mix of the mix of the things the story is told from Percy's point of view. What moments do you wish you could have peeked inside Sam's head? Mm, that's a good question. Maybe instead of switching, maybe I should have also switched back and forth in time and point of views. Well, if only they had just copied one day in December, it would have done that. <laughs> yeah, so if only I had just reread my favorite book, then I would have gotten what I wanted. Yes. Exactly. Um, I think it could have been interesting to hear Sam's point of view as they were getting to know each other. And then maybe also when they first saw each other after 12 years, I kind of wanted to know what he was thinking. So one day in December. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, pretty much. In the final chapter, Sam tells Percy, betrayals don't cancel each other out. They just hurt more. Do you agree or do you think getting even even has merit? I agree because – if somebody betrays you and you betray them back, it just shows immaturity and it doesn't help you feel better and it doesn't help them feel better and it just makes everything worse. It's oh my god, I'm so tired. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's just piling on the amount of hurt. Not now mm-hmm. more than one person is hurt. Yeah. The lake is Percy's happy place where she feels the most creative and alive. What's yours? That's so funny. My happy Easy. place. Is also a lake. (laughs) A lake that we know all too well because we just were there, Gunnersville Lake in near Huntsville, Alabama. A place that feels just like heaven on earth and where I'm the happiest I ever am is And where no problems exist. It's probably with all of you on a lake as well. Yeah. It's hard to be unhappy on a lake, you know? Even if you didn't grow up on it, it kind of feels like you did. Especially when you're, like, free swimming and stuff and you're with people that like playing games like your kids. Um, yeah. It turns it into a happy place real quick. Real quick. So we will have our cast list up on Instagram and we will decide a next book to read. I don't know what that's going to be. I have no thoughts on it, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> I have some options for you, so we'll discuss oh, after. Gorgeous. Okay. So that's that. And then for our segment where we talk about – what's our segment called? Go on. Oh, oh, the tribe has spoken. Where we talk about Survivor. We will have that, what, right now? And then we'll record it later. Tuesday. We will have that out on Tuesday, and we are going to talk about the middle chunk of episodes from David versus Goliath, 
And we're going to have some trivia for you as well because I spent some time sitting at a bar the other day screenshotting trivia about <laughs> this season. Oh, interesting. Yeah. No, Am I, I supposed to know it, the answers or are you just going to fire them? No, no, me? no. We're just going to discuss it and you'll be surprised, oh, okay, I guess. Perfect. No, That's it's not fun. a game. It's not a game show. Ooh. Well, I can't wait to be surprised. There's not enough surprise in this world. And and then also, <laughs> I recently started watching The Summer I Turned Pretty, and Abby is going to watch it this weekend, and we will throw that into, like, next week's discussion. I couldn't be more obsessed with the soundtrack. Next week's snack time, what have we been consuming? We really got to yeah. play into the, the bits all we of consumed, it all. All that we consumed this past week was food and alcohol and yeah. joy. And joy a whole lot of it. And yeah. pure, unbridled joy. Um, So no snack time this time. But for next time, we'll talk about The Summer I Turned Pretty. Um, Like I said, I just want to be the moms in the show. <laughs> yeah i'm so excited to watch that everybody's watching that i didn't grow up reading the books but i think the Ooh, show is gonna be enough for me because it looks like it's really well one. done i might read the yeah. first one okay Go i feel crazy. like a child again yeah pop off anyways thank you guys so much for listening as always please subscribe on apple spotify stitcher iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts at just go with it dot podcast we can be found on instagram and tiktok thank you so much for following along on our journey we love you guys so much and if you're new welcome and tell your friends about us peace and love <laughs>